can, oh, the live video was interrupted already. <laughs> that was fast. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm not talking on here. Ah. It says I'm on, but it says it was interrupted. I'm frozen. Ah, I'm frozen. So you can't see me dancing? <laughs> hmm. My technology might be um, evading me. Oh, the live video was interrupted already. <laughs> that was fast. Um, hmm. I don't know. Now it's talking, talking back to me, which isn't ah. good. Am I still frozen? Can anybody tell me if I'm still frozen? Uh, Carlita, am I still frozen? Can you uh, see me or hear me anymore? See, I have two screens because I'm so, you know, high tech. Oh, good. And Tabitha, am I like moving? You know how I am? <laughs> am I moving? <laughs> all right. So I'm just going to do it and act like it's all good. How about that? And somebody can tell me if it's not all good. All right. Because I'm going to get even more technical here in just a minute. You can't see us except in so, you can't see me except in slow motion, like that or, you know, like not on purpose. Slow motion. What does slow motion mean? Hmm. Maybe I shouldn't do this without a tech support system here. <laughs> uh, Carlita or Tabitha, you can hear me, but I am in slow-mo. Is that what's going on? Um, you can hear me. Can you see me? And if you can see me, am I like normal for me? Hmm. It was pretty cool in slow-mo. <laughs> I think that would be cool too. I love, I, I love technology being positive. All right. So I guess I'm going to hop off of here and try to, um, try to go. Hi, Kaylee. Try to go. Um, I'm good now. Carlita, am I really good? Like you can hear me and you can see me and it's all, if that's the case, I'm gonna move ahead. Think that's how it is? Um, hear me, see me. And what about, yes, you can hear me. Yes, you can see me. You're good now. Thank you, Tabitha. Now, how about this? How about my uh, screen sharing of my chart? Can you see? My chart now when I do that. The only thing about if you can see my chart or not is that I have to go back into Facebook to see you answer me to tell me that you can see my chart. How weird is that? Hey, I see the chart down there. Okay, I'm going to move ahead. All right, this is broadcast number 46 for those in my intermittent fasting group. But for those who are not, I would love for you to stay on and learn some things. I'd love to teach you about intermittent fasting. Uh, this is kind of not necessarily like how to get started. Um, so, you know, some of the concepts might be unfamiliar to you, but if you, um, if you are interested, I have an upcoming workshop, four sessions coming up in the next two weeks to choose from. Just go to intermittentfastingworkshop.com or intermittentfastingwebinar.com. They'll both take you there and you can sign up for one of the free hour long, like uh, more how to get started type of webinars. But this is like, uh, it's at broadcast number 46. So <laughs> we've had 45 before this one. All right, the reason I wanted to specifically teach um, in broadcast events, but the question was further than that, uh, practicality aside, what happens when we do that? 
And so the best way to figure out what's going to happen to us when we do a lot of a lot of altering our fasting windows, and I do it every week. So, um, you know, I have a different fasting window sometimes, uh, you know, on if I'm going out for dinner in the evening, whereas usually I eat in the afternoon, that type of thing. But in order to understand what happens then, we have to understand this first. So this is where I'm going to hang out here for a while. So there are four ways that we lose pounds, inches, and cravings with intermittent fasting. And actually that is a package deal as far as, I'm gonna come back to that in just a second because it's kind of like, all right, that is a package deal. In other words, those things happen together. We, we um, lose pounds, we lose inches, and sometimes we lose one or the other, or sometimes we lose both at the same time, and then we lose cravings. And all of those things happen as a direct result of intermittent fasting. And so on the chart, it shows you how this is broken down um, in, in the four quads. So the first way is that we become fat adapted, causing us to burn body fat. Most people who even are not familiar with intermittent fasting are familiar with the keto diet. And um, so in the keto diet, you don't eat carbohydrates or you eat like 80% fat, 75, 80% fat. 10% carbs, 15% protein. So you basically, you know, just like negligible fat, negligible carbs. And then you become, you go into ketosis and you, so, but with um, intermittent fasting, we go this period of time without any food, whether that's 16 hours a day or 18 hours a day or whatever that might be. And our insulin drops. So the body no longer stores fat and glucose, uh, glucagon is released, which is the fat releaser, and we start burning body fat. So um, it's important that this bold font at the bottom of each quad is really important for our discussion here. Fat adaption is affected by the fast. So when it comes to whether, it, whether the magic in, of intermittent fasting, so to speak, happens during the fasting or during the eating window, those are very important uh, uh, differences to note. Um, so the first one is that fat adaption is affected by the fast. So those of you who are local, since I'm actually on my page recording this, those of you who are local uh, will actually uh, be interested to know that I was in ketosis the day after um, I ate a um, uh, DeBrand's Sunday. So, <laughs> so yeah, I was in fat burning the very next afternoon after I had a DeBrand's Sunday. Now, I don't have DeBrand's Sundays very often. That's not, that's not, intermittent fasting changes your cravings and everything. So that's not something that I do that often. Um, but it isn't, it was really comical to me that I struggled on the keto diet for three years. I started fasting, ate a DeBrand's Sunday, and then the next morning, the next afternoon during my fast, I was in ketosis. So that was just, that, that pretty much cracked me up. All right, so the second way we lose pounds, inches, and cravings with intermittent fasting is that we retain muscle, uh, but we burn fat. And um, a lot of people, you know, when they go very, very, very low calories, like, um, you know, those of us who've done really crazy things in the past uh, to lose weight, we uh, have issues with um, losing muscle mass. And that is a, that's a real, real problem. For one thing, we don't have enough protein whenever we are going very, very, very low calorie. I mean, technically you need like, you know, 
100 grams of protein or 75 grams of protein, depending on your weight per day. And when you're on a very, very low calorie diet, you just don't get enough protein at all. Um, but then also uh, you um, burn through your lean body mass is all about, right? I'm gonna hop off of the screen sharing for a second. People think that intermittent fasting is you eat for four, six or eight hours every day and because you don't have much time to eat, you don't eat that many calories and that's why you lose weight. And it, it's not as simple as that. For one thing, the first issue with that is that we all have gone out to a restaurant and within an hour ate 3000 calories, right? I mean, let's face it, just eating in a short period of time does not ensure that we have a low calorie day by any stretch of the imagination, right? So that's one thing that's just simply not even not even real. We know that experientially that that's not true, that we can consume large amounts of calories in a short period of time if the food is very calorie dense. Pizza night at the pizza part, you know, at the pizza place, pizza breadsticks, you know, the whole nine yards. And then the next thing you know, you've had 3000 calories, but you were only there one hour, you know, so you can't go by time. Secondly, um, the, uh, the calories that we are going to skim off, that's the important part, that we're gonna skim off during intermittent fasting is not necessarily just because of the short window, though that is nice. Let me just give a plug for that right now. You consider a person who eats 12 hours a day, which is, that's really not what research shows. Really research shows that we eat 14 or 16 hours and that we barely go eight hours without eating. When you consider every consumption to be eating. So whether you're drinking a latte or you are, you know, anything caloric. So research shows that we go closer to 14 hours uh, of eating than we do what we would like to think. You know, we think we only eat, you know, eight or 10 or 12 hours a day. But when you consider it's any calorie consumption, then we eat a lot longer than that. So when you look at a, let's just look at a 12 hour period though. When you look at a 12 hour period of eating, and if we follow the advice, which has now been disproven to eat every two hours or three hours during that time. So let's say it's every two, because let's say one of those is, is your latte and then another one is, you know, a protein bar or whatever, uh, a granola bar or something on the run. So that is six times in 12 hours. And if you are an average woman who needs to eat you know, 1800 calories, that math is a little bit too hard for me. So yeah, I can do that kind of math. Okay. So if you're the average woman, I have to really be careful of my math. So anyway, uh, you're the average woman who needs 1800, which is like very generous for over 50 people like me. Um, then that means that in that 12 hour period, you are going to divide foods. Uh, and, and I've talked about this before that um, I eat way healthier on intermittent fasting, which I started, I'm going to go back to not share my screen again. I eat way healthier on intermittent fasting, which I started because I wanted to eat anything I wanted to. Yeah, that's why I started. And I heard you could. So I started intermittent fasting to eat anything that I wanted to eat. And here, intermittent fasting has caused me to eat more healthfully. I teach healthy eating in my group. Um, you know, than I ever did when I was on a, a, a low, low carb or low calorie or low or keto diet. 
Um, and it is because of appetite correction. So it changes your, your hormones, your leptin signals and um, satiety signals and things like that so that you are able to stop more easily when you've just had enough. You don't, you don't eat to like over fullness. You don't eat till you're stuffed um, because tomorrow you can have whatever you want, right? Let's face it, that's a huge factor in dieting is that we, we have to eat everything we can now because tomorrow I'm going back on, right? Huge, huge mental block that is caused by dieting and having such low calories uh, or low carbs or low fat or whatever it might be. Tomorrow's a day that I can't have this. So I have to have it today. So that's really, really interesting. And just a little twist that I didn't expect with intermittent fasting. Again, I started it so that I can eat whatever I want. So the third way is that we skim calories off the top. Now, bring this up a little bit if I can. All right, so calorie reduction is affected by both the fasting window and the eating window, right? So, so far, being fat adapted, burning your body fat is affected and um, cravings with intermittent fasting is our metabolism being boosted. Now, this is really funny because um, most people think of intermittent fasting as starving. And so they think of, um, you know, that when you're intermittent fasting, you're going on a starvation diet. So you're going to ruin your metabolism. You're going to break your metabolism. And uh, so that is has been debunked over and over and over again. Uh, and instead the metabolism is actually boosted in most studies. And so I'm gonna go back to my screen again and show where that shows up. Here we go. Second, I'm gonna close you. Huh. I hope I can share my screen again. Okay. Sorry about that. So metabolism is boosting, boosted, resulting in more calorie burning. Um, and uh, studies have shown that the metabolism can be boosted up to 14% during intermittent fasting. So uh, metabolism boosting is huge. Any metabolism boost is huge, right? I mean, 5% of 2000 calories is 100 calories a day. So even if you boosted your metabolism by 5%, you would still be so much better off in the grand scheme of things as far as how much you can eat if you're you know, just looking at it strictly from a caloric standpoint. Uh, also, since we burn fat, not muscle, the preserved muscle burns calories consistently for us. And I teach about this in my group. I just actually taught about this. It's so fascinating. Um, building muscle three times a week through strength training in nine minutes. Okay, so of the four ways that we lose pounds, inches, and cravings, or we reduce uh, those three things with intermittent fasting, number one is from the length of the fast. So we want to fast well and long as much as, as, much as you desire and it's whatever protocol you determine for yourself. And in the intermittent fasting workshop, I do teach the different protocols from 16 hours up to um, 23 hours, I guess. I don't know people who do 23 hours, but 16 to 23 hours a day and the benefits at each, at each level. Because you know another misconception about intermittent fasting is that you have to fast 
for, you know, um, you know, 20 hours a day and you don't have to fast for 20 hours a day to get results. All right, so number one, we become fat adapted, causing us to burn fat. That is affected by the length of the fast. Number two, muscle is retained while, we, while fat is burned, making us lose inches. That is affected by the fast. It's like calorie reduction over time. That is affected by the fast because we will crave less. We will feel satiated sooner. We will hear leptin signals better. We will tame ghrelin. Did you, did you know that we can actually tame ghrelin, that hunger, the hungry feelings that we have? We can train it. It's so cool. I think just because, you know, I got done raising children, it was like, I need something else to train. So I trained my ghrelin. It was very fun. Anyway, and then number four, metabolism is boosting, resulting in more calorie burning. So metabolism is affected by the fasting window, but also by leptin spikes in the eating window telling us to stop. So for those who are in my April course and asking about what, how do we make alterations, not practically, because I already taught that in the course, but how do they affect us? How do they affect us in our um, weight loss, inch loss, and so forth, and cravings? So um, I'll just give some, I don't have notes on this, and I always have this like extensive, long, 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 long outline, um, but it took everything I had to get on Zoom and do all this. So I just said, forget the outline. I'm just going to talk off the cuff from the charts because usually I have um, like, Seriously, 1,200 word outlines. <laughs> I make people crazy with my outlines. So this is kind of fun. Um, so I'm going to just address that in, in generalities. And then do I choose enough real foods to have a long eating window, you know, six, six hours and, or eight hours into 16, eight? Or do I, am I still at the place where I was when I first began intermittent fasting, where I joined to eat anything I wanted, and I opened my window with M&Ms and I closed my window with M&Ms. I really, really, really used to love M&Ms. I still do, but you know, that's a thing. It's not, it's not anything in this house because if it's in this house, we don't have a barrier and we need barriers. I taught about that recently too. Um, actually, I've been teaching every day during April uh, for 15 minutes every morning in the group in our real food challenge. So it's been really fun. Um, so, and we have... Another week of that. So as far as altering your windows, you can change your fasting windows. And this is a question we get right up front a lot. Like sometimes I go out for lunch. Sometimes I want to eat dinner when I want to have my main meal. And I want it sometimes to be at noon. And sometimes I want it to be in the evening. You know, how will that work? And so practically, you can just like keep alternating where, you know, today, if you usually start eating at two, but you're going to start, you're going to have you're going to wait and eat, you know, like from six to 10 at night in a couple of days, you just go two one day, three, the next four one day until you get to that six to 10. And you just do that gradually throughout the week, preparing for a different fasting time, a different eating window. And that it's not really that hard to do. You just have to, you know, gradually work up to it. Like I personally wouldn't want to have a noontime fasting hour, fasting eating window. And then tomorrow, wait until 6 p.m because more than likely I ended at five or six the day before. Ray and I are not usually evening eaters. So we usually eat from two to six or something like that, or one to six. Um, so uh, practically that's not hard to do. The real question is what happens when you alter it and you're like, oh, and 
you know, you just have to be careful when you are going to extend that. So, you know, this weekend, I'm going to have a lunch and a dinner. Well, if you really want to keep your, you know, skimming of the calories over a long period of time, you know, just keep skimming off calories, skimming off calories until you get to your goal weight. If you want to keep that happening, then a full, you know, restaurant lunch without considering what you're eating, caloric, the caloric load of it, and then a full restaurant dinner, it's probably not going to help you get to that goal. So the questions really are back to these charts, back to, let's just go to the small one, the one that doesn't have so many words on it, back to this. So your fast affects your body burning fat. So if you keep cutting your fast short, you're going to cause this to be affected. So you won't burn body fat as well. Now I'm not talking about, you know, once a week or something like that, because, you know, I have, we have 16 hour fast a lot of times on weekends and that's no big deal. I'm talking about just constantly altering it. And this is also why we teach, or I teach in the group in the course, not to go off and on, have a 16, eight, eight window when you need to even have a 14, 10, if you need to on vacation, uh, Ray and I usually just do 16, eight or 17, seven on vacation. Um, because then you have to re you have to make your body fat adapted again and all that. So it's not really worth it. So, um, so that is affected. So when you alter your window and you have a bunch of, you know, eight hour eating windows, 10 hour eating windows in a row, you're kind of going backwards and that's where you're going to end up with this fat adaption, not really happening. Um, you, uh, your, you will definitely notice a difference whenever you decrease your fasting. So suppose you usually have a, an 18 hour fast most days. That's what we do, 18, six. So suppose you usually have an 18 hour fast most days. And then like for four or five days in a row, you make that into low-cal, uh, nutrient dense, not calorie dense meal. And the other one, just enjoy your restaurant meal or whatever. This is assuming, you know, I mean, obviously if it's a once in a lifetime trip or whatever, that one doesn't really matter. We didn't do all this at Disney World. <laughs> all right. And then lastly, um, to get the, uh, the metabolism boosted, it's affected by your fasting window as well as hearing leptin. And so when we're talking about changing, you're talking about changing your window, you're talking about the effects of that. You have to ask yourself, okay, how often do I want to make these changes? How important are they to me? How can I make them so that I still keep the four ways that I that we lose fat, inches, and cravings, or we reduce our cal, I mean, our weight, inches, and our cravings, that I can still keep those intact the most, right? That I'm not going to like go off the wagon and then have to start all over again. And then, how worth it is it to you, whatever that event might be, whatever that day might be? And do you are you like I teach all the time in the group, every day is special, but every day is not a special day. So we have to come to the point where we don't have to make changes, make alterations, constantly make exceptions, constantly lengthen our eating window and shorten our fasting window um, because then we are not getting the benefits of the four ways that we lose. And we are, not, we are also not making it a lifestyle. So, Determine how important that is to you. Determine the changes that you want to make. Determine what you're going to do within that. So my best advice when you're going to have, you know, longer eating windows, 
is just to really be cognizant and control your food in that. Um, you know, we have with the diet mentality off and on, we have an off and on mentality with dieting. And that's really a shame because it has, it never helps us to do something for life. It never helps us make changes that will be lifestyle changes, never helps us make changes that we can do forever. And so when we start, you know, tweaking everything constantly and having really long eating windows, then we have to look at what we're eating all the time more carefully. We have to, the next thing you know, we're counting calories. Next thing you know, we are saying, well, this is a special occasion. So I'm just going to eat whatever I want from the beginning. Or I had so many special occasions in a row. I think I'm just going to go off of fasting for a while. And then we are no longer in lifestyle mode. So intermittent fasting is the easiest eating lifestyle that we have ever done. Now, granted, we're empty nesters and that makes a difference, but we're also reaches, which i.e. we have a lot of kids, 13 kids and kids in love, soon to be five grandkids, one party right after another, okay? I mean, just nonstop partying. All of our kids live within a half an hour of us now. So yay us, right? But that also means lots of celebrations, lots of festivities, lots of parties and so forth. And so you have to just be careful that whatever changes and tweaks you're making do not take you out of lifestyle mode and do not put you into diet mentality because as soon as you fall into 